You guys had a good week? Fairly decent week? Um, I had a pretty good week too. And um, as I was, you know, hanging out with God this week, just asking him about this Sunday and maybe what he would want to share with us, it, um, it was an interesting journey. And it's, um, you know, and it wasn't until yesterday, you know, it's, it's funny how like when we're, when we're walking with God, you know, we, we have a way in which we would plan that walk, right? Whether it's um, a 5K walk, whether it's a one-year walk, a one-week walk, there's a way in which we would plan in our heart to, you know, make it pretty simple, pretty easy, have goals, you know, know what you're actually moving towards. And, um, and it just makes it a little bit easier to know what exactly you're doing, right? And yesterday, as I was spending time with the Lord, I, just, I was just reminded of some things. You know, this week's been um, actually really kind of windy for me, to be honest with you. It wasn't straight at all. There's a lot of things that have happened and been said, and, you know, my times with the Lord haven't been as refreshing this week as I would have liked them to be. And so, um, yeah, so it just leaves you with a lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas, right? And um, even, you know, Lord, what would you want to encourage us with? Because we can gather here every Sunday and we can have a kumbaya, my Lord, and that's awesome. That's really fun. We can worship together and we can walk out of this place and it'll be a blessed time because we got to see each other, right? But sometimes I wonder if there's something really specific that the Lord might want to land in our midst um, today so that we can actually take away because this is the crazy thing is that God knows the heart of every man, right? He knows the walk that we're walking through right now. He knows everything that we're facing. And so it would make sense that if there's something that is maybe themed that no one else would know except God, that maybe he would want to do something a little bit different. And so my, my journey this, this week has been actually just leaning into God. And I know that sounds really simple, right? Because it is simple, but it was just revealed to me once again that God isn't really overly interested in giving you a super clear picture for every week and for every year and for the next 20 years or 30 years. Sometimes there's seasons where he does unveil a little bit more and you're like, wow, his words, like not just a lamp under my feet, but a light under my path. So I'm, I'm seeing the path. So that's, that's good, right? It's super encouraging when you can see the path. But what if his word is just a lamp unto your feet? Right? Like, what if, what if the word comes and all you can see is your feet? And it's a real trusting in the Lord. It's a real leaning into God in our everyday where we have to um, really trust God. We have to trust Him with every step that we're taking, and we don't always know where we're walking. <laughs> Has anybody ever experienced anything like that? Like, in life, like maybe it's not a specific, you know, from A to B, but just in life in general, walking with God, you know, we say this thing, the day-to-day mundane, um, you know, I've, I've got my job, you know, some, some people in their early 40s go into a midlife crisis, and we've been, you know, walking this walk for 40-odd years, and now we're just wondering. And so it's, it's not that Jesus has departed from me, it's that, what am I actually doing? What am I actually doing with life? What am I doing with my family? What am I doing with work? Do I even love what I'm doing, right? And it just creates a lot of challenging emotions that actually stay with us. 
and it can lead to a really positive place or it can lead to a really negative place, right? And I guess the, the, the negative space would be is that we, we meditate on how we haven't done maybe enough in this world. We're not doing enough for my family. We're not doing enough in work. I, I don't like my work and everything is negative. And if we spend too much time sitting there, it's amazing how we start creating in that space. And it starts pointing fingers at you, condemnation. It starts jabbing you in the side saying that you're not enough, right? But the other side of things is that, you know, when we are faced with these kinds of realities, we can, we can lean into God and go, okay, well, Lord, I, I know that you do have a plan for me. I know that you've, you've called me into this space called the kingdom of God, and there's got to be something here for me, and there's got to be something for me to do as well. And so it creates another line of, of questioning and not questioning in the sense the uh, character and nature of God, but questioning for yourself, like, am I really stepping into the will of God? Am I really walking in the fullness that I know I could be or should be today, right? And this is where it's kind of like that light, like his, his lamp is actually light unto your feet, right? So it's like, I got a lamp situation going on, and now because I don't know where I'm going, but I know that God's good, I know that God is amazing, I know that he's real, I know that I'm saved, and I know there's something, you know, it's amazing. We can just lose sight of what we see, or sorry, have seen before, but now it's a different day, it's a different week, it's a different year, right? And we're not seeing as clearly. And so, now we get to lean into God in a brand new way. Now it's not just, well, hey, I see the path. I see everything. And so I'm just going to run and we'll just see where I end up at the end of this week, you know. And sometimes God allows us to see more things like that because he knows where your heart's at and he's a good father. But sometimes he restricts that because he understands the default of humanity that when we see too far, we want to be ambitious, we want to set goals, we want to feel like we're doing something, we will run the whole way without him. And it's not that he's left you, it's that maybe we've left the intimate relationship that he's so deeply desiring. Does that make sense? And so I've been kind of like navigating this thing this week, and I'm like, you know, and it, it's amazing how like, you know, when the light bulb goes on, you're like, of course it's that. You know, it just makes a lot of sense, and it's, it's so simple, and it's so easy. But in the moment when the light's not on, it's really hard to see exactly what it is. And there's a few words that kind of came to my heart, you know, this, this week for us here that I'm just wondering if maybe there's a few of us that are maybe wrestling or struggling with this this week. And so this is... These are a few thoughts that I had come to my heart as I was going, God, like, man, this isn't coming the way that I have necessarily wanted it to come. I'm just like, let's sit down, let's hear the Lord, let's get a, a bit of a sense of what God wants to say, and then I'll be like, okay, God, what do you, what do you want to do in our midst? And so I've got my formula, right? <laughs> I've got a formula. We've all got formulas in some ways of how we come to certain conclusions. And not that they're horrible things, but sometimes God throws a span on the works, right? 
He's like, you know what? That's just not going to work this time. I'm going to make you work for it a little bit harder, but you're going to gain so much more in the end. And so I was asking a few questions, and these are some thoughts that came to mind. You know, are people feeling like they can't hear from God? Has there, has there been anybody in this last, maybe not even just the last week, but the last couple weeks, just been feeling like, I'm, I don't really feel like I'm hearing from the Lord. And then I had another thought, are people feeling like dry bones? Are, are we feeling like we're just going about the, the day-to-day, but we're not recharged, we're not refreshed, we don't have a sense of like, you know, God is with me. We don't have a sense of like, I, I know what I'm doing, and it's more than just my job. Thankful for the nine-to-five, thankful for the, uh, for the money that I get to make through that to, you know, supply for my family and the needs and stuff. But there's got to be more than that. There's got to be more. And so some weeks, we feel a lot more refreshed in that. Other weeks, we just don't. And the last one, are we unsure of where God is in our life? Like, has he, has he all of a sudden disappeared? <laughs> like, you know, are we just walking in our day, in our weeks, kind of like just doing what we do, but we don't have a sense of God in our life? We don't have a sense of where he's at. It's like almost the Houdini thing. It's like he was there and then he's gone. And you're like, where did he go? Where did he go? What, like he was right beside me. I, I felt that and I knew that. And it was such a deep sense in my being that he was there. But all of a sudden the Houdini trick, he's gone. And you don't know how he did it. He's just gone, right? And so this morning I wanted to um, just speak to this a little bit because I think, um, I think there is people in here that are actually wrestling with this and struggling with this. And, and God is just, in my journey this week, yesterday evening, he was just revealing a lot of these things. And it's like, again, you can't see until the light goes on. If you're in a room full of darkness, it's really hard to know where the chairs are, where the couch is, where the mic is, where anything is. It's really difficult, and we can often feel like this, you know, and you flick the light on, and all of a sudden, oh, wow, it becomes really easy to just have a seat. It becomes really easy to grab the mic or sit down, whatever you want to do, right? And this is what I've discovered, friends, is that God sometimes does things so that we don't just fall into routine and move in default. Does that make sense? So his... If we look at the greatest desire of God, it's that we would be deeply connected to the Father. That is his greatest desire. It's not the works that you do for him. It's not how many hours you read the Bible. It's not how many, you know, minutes of prayer you had on your drive to work. Like all of those things are good in themselves because they build connection with the Father. But his greatest desire is connection. His connection with you. And it's amazing how, I can't speak for you, but I can speak for me, how I can go through my day and even sometimes pray and read my Bible and be totally disconnected from God. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> like, it, it really is a thing. It's, it's a thing that we can do, and it's, and it's easy to do sometimes when we're just feeling whatever we're feeling. But God's desire is, is that we would be deeply connected like, this is the Father's heart, right? Is that he would know his children and his children would actually know him. And if I just look at 
myself, I'm a dad, you know, thank you so much this morning, Josh, for just praying for the dads, you know, my desire is, is that I would have a heart connection with my child. And there is many times, many times that I can recount where I'm going through my days and weeks and am I fathering my kids? Yes. But is the heart connection there? Sometimes? No. It's not there. It's more about the discipline. It's more about the whatever's going on in my life and then they're not listening and they're, ah, you know, and it gets crazy. Parenting is a gnarly job. I, I, I can only imagine how God feels, you know what I'm saying? Like, God, the good father, and he's looking at all of us, and he's going, oh my gosh, you guys are a bunch of misfits, but I love you, right? You guys are amazing. You guys do a lot of stuff that I wish you wouldn't do, but man, I still love you. But, you know, me and Tree, we, we talk about this, you know, where I'm like, when I feel disconnected from my kids, I, I know they're not catching the heart of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I'm not saying that they're always going to understand when I say no. But my desire is, is that I would actually work for connection. So I go out of my way to sit down with my child and say, hey, what just happened there? What, do you, what did you hear me say? What did you feel when I said that? And build a bit of connection with my child so that we can become one again. And it's amazing what this does for you and for your child. It's, it's amazing how the day plays out. But these are some of the things that are so complicated in our week to week and when we're just not feeling things, when we're just not, when the week just hasn't gone the way that we planned it, you know? His word is a lamp unto your feet. And if you've been feeling that this week, be really, really encouraged because the Father's looking for connection. Be really encouraged. It can feel like literally the hardest and the worst thing, like, Man, I actually spent a few moments crying this week, just going, I just don't get it. Like, what the heck? This sucks. I'm just being real, man. Like, I just don't get it sometimes. And again, when the light's turned off, guess what you see? Nothing. But when the light gets turned on, you begin to see. And then I begin to see the heart of the Father, where he, he so desires to be connected to me in a new way, in a fresh way, that he will actually turn the light off of my path so that I have to lean in and hear him about where I'm going. And that may seem like a crazy thing for God to do, but I just say this, it's good parenting. It's good parenting. Every good father would do this for his kids. Every good father doesn't just give his kids exactly what they want all the time, every time. You got kids that become spoiled. They don't learn how to value things. They don't, know, they don't learn how to value life. They don't learn how to value the, the please and thank you. And that's why we do these things as parents, right? We, we actually teach our kids how to say please and thank you. We, we teach our kids how to understand that no is actually a good thing for you, even when they don't understand. And so if there's a big old N-O coming to you from God, just know that he's a good father. He's a good father, and he's looking for really great connection. You know, I was, um, I was thinking about, you know, maybe you guys don't think about this. I, I do sometimes where I'm like, okay, why did God even do all, like, why did he create all this? Like, why? 
Like, I mean, he could have done anything else, but he chose this. So there's got to be something special in why he did all of this right here. And, you know, like we, there's, there's a lot of scriptures that I'm going to go through about what I'm about to say, but I could just see, you know, like the, the Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, you know, before humankind and the earth was made, and they're all like, okay, like we're excited, we're, we're in love with one another, we, we, we love who we are, they weren't created, they are the creator, and they're, they're sitting in a room, and just, you know, the Father just talking about how much, how much he loves the Son, and the Son talking about how much he loves the Holy Spirit, and one to another, and it's just a big old love fest, you know, they're just talking amazing things, and all of a sudden, you know, this idea comes into mind, bam, why don't, why don't we create people, right? Just this thought, like, why don't we create people? And then, you know, and I think if, if, if I was there, I would have said, why, right? I, I, I might have questioned the motive of God, like, well, this, this thing is, this is a good gig. This is really cool. Like, there, this, it's just love. Every motivation, every word, every thought, every deed, everything in this trinity is absolute love. And now you want to throw that in the mix? Isn't that amazing? And if we look at our own lives, you know, and maybe you've been here, maybe you haven't. I know I have in many occasions where when I'm in worship and I'm, I'm in this like lost connection with God where I don't really care who's around me. I don't care that you're there. I don't care that anybody else is there. I'm just there. And all of a sudden, in this place where I'm getting lost with God, he starts dropping things in my spirit to make. <laughs> he starts dropping stuff in your mind and heart to create with God. Whether it's business or whether it's creating peace in a person, whether it's creating gospel in someone's heart so that they can get born again, like God starts creating through us. And there's this amazing space in this Trinity thing where God thinks up this idea of human beings, right? And, well, we know the story, right? If you've read Genesis, man, it's, it's incredible. God creates the earth. He creates everything in it. He creates mankind. But he creates man, man and woman, in his image and likeness. And here's some scriptures for us that I want to just kind of talk through because I felt like God really wanted us to understand that he's a good father. You know, and this is a bit of a play on words. Like, I know today's Father's Day, but it was during, during the week. This is what I heard in my spirit. No, this is the Father's Day. And it changed everything. It changed everything in the way that I perceived what God wanted to drop in our community church this morning. It's the Father's Day. And so if it's the fa not just a Father's Day, but the Father's Day, what would he want to drop? What would he want to address? And so you were in the heart and mind of God way before you were created. I know it's really simple, right? But you were in the heart and mind of God. That's Jeremiah 1.5. You were made in his image and likeness, Genesis 1.27. Your hairs are numbered, Luke 12, 7. For me, it's not so many anymore. But he was counting them all the way through. I tell you what, man, I, I bet you there was a timeline that he had there, okay? And I was just one of those odd ones. You know, 27, 28, I'm just going to remove a few, right? But he knew every hair on my head, you know, until there was very few left. 
This is pretty crazy, guys. Like, let it sink in a little bit. Let the simplicity of what I'm saying really begin to touch your spirits because this is how real God is. This is how he knows you so intricately so that when we face hard things, when we face moments in weeks where we're unsure about life, we're unsure, and those, those feelings and emotions, those thoughts, they come, then we can go back and we can remember. And that was the whole point. Communion, to remember, 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 remember. Your days are numbered, Psalm 139.16. So I don't know how many years I've got on this earth, but man, I hope it's many more and that I walk in the fullness of what God wants me to. But your days are numbered. So we don't need to worry about, is tomorrow my last day? No, your days are numbered. And when your days are up, you'll be face to face with the Lord and you'll see him as he really is. That's gonna be an amazing benefit for all of us Christians that have given our lives to Jesus, right? Is that one day we will see him face to face. And that should just build such confidence and strength into your life when you're facing hard things. I know Jesus. At least I know Jesus. The thoughts for you outnumber the sands of the seashore. That's Psalm 139, 17, right? So God thinks about you a lot. And so, again, I'm just bringing it back to this whole thing. When you're finding it difficult to see further ahead than you really want to, there's maybe a question that we can ask just as a practical takeaway, like, God, what are you doing right now? <laughs> are you desiring for me to just see where my feet are going? Or is there a path that you want to light up right now? It's an incredible thing because God knows. He knows everything about your being, right? He knows your hardships. He knows the secrets in your life. He knows everything about you. He knows what you're going to do. Like it's, it's actually like a mind bend, isn't it? You know, when we think about God knows the beginning and he knows the end and he knows everything in between. This is the goodness of God. And even though, think about this, even though the beginning and the end, all of the foolish things that we will do in between, he still chooses you. Is that a good father? Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Like I said, I'm, I'm just glad that I wasn't in heaven when they conjured up this idea of human beings because you guys wouldn't be here. <laughs> I'm just saying. And that's, that's nothing against any of you personally. I'm just saying there's, there's a lot of stuff. We go through a lot of stuff. Everything was perfect. But this is amazing how God actually chooses us even though he knows that maybe in a week from now, a year from now, you're going to make some really foolish mistakes. And he goes, I still love you. I still choose you. Those are incredibly important things to remember. This is the importance of the father's role to come alongside his kids and instill like you have got something to give. You are worth something. He's prepared works for you to do before the foundations of the world. It's Ephesians 2.10. Well, that's pretty cool. So there's something for you to do. <laughs> so if you're wondering, you know, is there something to do? There is definitely something for you to do. We can find stuff in the word. We can pray and ask God what specifically are some of those things. But there is work for you to do that actually builds the kingdom of God. It builds people. 
his greatest asset on the earth. He has plans and purposes for you. That's Jeremiah 29, 11, And then he has gifted you and given you a calling. Romans eleven twenty nine. And it's amazing how some of these things just come into question, right? It's just hard to see them sometimes. You know, it's, it, it's hard to see when the lights are turned off, right? And the lights can get turned off by a whole bunch of things. Like, I mean, I, I talk about this thing like waking up on the wrong side of the bed. I'm not sure. It's, it's always the same side for me, but yet day to day, it can just be so weird. Like, it's just so strange, you know? And I'm not one of those guys that says there's a demon behind every bush. But I think there is times where Satan absolutely sows something into your morning to create havoc on your day. And then there's times where we just have to press in and actually remember, like, all I can see is my feet in front of me. I can't see that way, so I'm going to look down, see where I'm going, because that's all that God... That's all that God's actually given me for the, for the day, for the week, whatever it is, right? But that's going to allow you to stay in sync and in step with God, right? Does that make sense? So to say the least, guys, it, it's, it's, been, um, <laughs> it's been a hectic week. <laughs> it's been pretty hectic. No joke, man. It's, it's been hectic, like, in, in a lot of different ways. Um. It has not been the way that I would have planned it. And when we lean into God, like this is the only option if you want to move forward. And I'm being totally serious. When things get hard, we have to trust God. And sometimes, you know, we saw blind faith, you know. We, we don't want to idolize understanding. Because that is... One of the greatest things that we can do as Christians is we want understanding. And so as soon as I understand, then I'll move. But sometimes God's saying, well, I'm not actually going to allow you to have that. Why? Because I'm a good father. It's not doing you any good. It doesn't bless you in the way that you think you need to be blessed. And it's so good that he does that for us. And so we look down and we see a couple steps. And then all of a sudden we're like, this is, I thought I was going that way. Right? Why? I, I feel like I'm floating sideways now. And my whole week has been like that in my mind. And I'm like, kind of like, over it, God? Can you, can you give me a little bit of light here? And then last night, last night, my living room had some worship going. And man, it was just incredible. All of a sudden, bam, the lights turn on. And all of a sudden, my heart began to understand why he would do the things that he's doing. And it's because he loves me. It's because he's desiring deeper connection with me. Isn't that cool, hey? Like, God is just so wonderful like that. That even when we don't understand, he's so sovereign. He's sovereign in those moments when we don't know what to do. We don't know how to move. He's really sovereign. Just don't give up. Just don't give up. Take it off the table. And it's no longer something you'll start eating. Take it off the table. Lean into God and just understand that maybe his word for you is one step at a time. I was wondering if we could just do something, you know. Um, today is the Father's Day. Um, and I thought we could just break into some groups here. And... Take a few moments. How, how would we want to honor, you know, the Father? Like, he is just so awesome. He's so good. 
He's created you, plans, purposes. He knows you. He knows, like, this is, this is crazy. He knows exactly what you're going to say when we break into groups. <laughs> he knows what you're going to say, so you, you might think you're going to be able to trick him, but you're not. Say, like, oh, I was going to say that, and I'm going to say this now, God. And he's like, oh, I actually knew you were going to say that as well. It's like, oh, man, you're so good, right? And so what I want us to do is actually break into maybe groups of five, and I want us to take the next at least five minutes. And it'd be good if everybody could share something. You know, how do you want to honor God today and this week? You know, what is something that maybe you can do that would really honor him? And it might be something as, as simple as, you know, I'm actually going to read my Bible a little bit more this week because I really want to honor him, get to know him more. Like it could be anything like that. You don't have to steal that when you can if you want to, but, you know, just whatever comes to you. I just thought it'd be good to honor the Father with our words, right? Is that cool? So let's break into uh, groups of five. Uh, and there might be a group of four or six, I'm not sure, but just ish, four, five-ish. And um, let's actually share with one another how we want to honor the Father this week.